0: 20 minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast
1: it's saturday february 16 2019 pack a day your 24 7 365 day a year pack a day podcast i'm jake turner for packerstalk.com joining me of course is my partner in crime He has been in the business for more times than I have actually been alive, and that is Mark Echo of com. Good morning, Mark. How's it going today?
2: I feel really old now, but I'm I'm, I'm okay.
1: (laughs) Well, I didn't mean to do that, but... Well, well, I actually did. (laughs) That's
2: what it is. I started when I was like five years old.
1: All right, on today's Packer Day podcast, uh, we got a lot to get into here. We're going to cram it into about 20 to 25 minutes. We're going to get into Antonio Brown. We're going to jump into some of the free agency yay or nays, and of course, the mysterious case of Muhammad Wilkerson. And so we got a lot to get into. So first off, let's start off with this. Now, I want you to picture this here for a minute, Packer fans. Let's say that you just signed a contract with a company that you have been a part of for many years. You're in the second year of your contract, and suddenly you get kind of tired of being part of that company. So you decide, okay, I want to request a trade. I want to transition to another company. Well, according to some contracts and corporations, that's not possible. With the Pittsburgh Steelers, it is possible. However, the only one that is saying this is Antonio Brown. But there are already Vegas odds out there, Mark. So what can we say right now about Antonio Brown?
2: Well, I strongly doubt he'll be a Pittsburgh Steeler next year. I mean, I just think that when, when when he didn't play the last game of last season, a game the Steelers desperately needed and in order to make the playoffs, I think that sealed his deal right right then and there. I mean, he, he, he didn't show up at practice all week. Uh, he was upset with everyone from coach Tomlin to Ben Roethlisberger to the fact that the team uh, voted Juju Schuster as the MVP instead of him. Um, So he he was upset. And then he did show up on game day and Tomlin told him, you're not playing, you know, you didn't come here all week. Now you're going to show up and think you're going to play. That's not how how we do things here. So yeah, he's gone. I'll be very, very, very surprised if he's a Pittsburgh Steeler next year. Uh, But, but we're, we're pack a day podcast. We're not Steeler day. So <laughs> no, it's One okay. I want to ask is but, you and there's lots of rumors and like you said, Vegas put odds out, and I believe the Green Bay Packers were the second choice as to where he could land next next um, next season. Uh, me personally, he's a great player. Uh, let's not let's not deny the fact that he's a he's a great uh, wide receiver. I just don't think I, I don't think he's a good fit for the Green Bay Packers.
1: No, he no, Mark. He's a specta. He is a spectacular football player, one of the top five best wide receivers. The guy has since he uh, was put in in 2010. He has 74 touchdowns, eleven thousand two hundred seven yards. He does a lot for the community of Pittsburgh. However, Mark, there are some problems with this guy. He's a diva, just like Chad Ochocinco was, just like Terrell Owens was, just like every single diva receiver. That has not gotten a Super Bowl ring. And that's another thing, too. I love it how fans are coming up and saying, no, Antonio Brown helped to win a ring. No, no. Actually, Antonio Brown didn't come along until 2010, not 2008. So he has no rings to this. It's not just that, though, Mark, too. Understand this. He comes in on practices in helicopters. He rolls up in Rolls Royces. And he makes Damn sure that every single aspect of the media rides this thing into the ground right now. He's an attention starred wide receiver that should not fit in Green Bay. And I don't think any aspect of a trade is possible from the Green Bay Packers.
2: Well, like I said, I, I hope not. We don't know. We
1: don't know what the. No, you're, you're right. You're right. They might
2: love him. They might want him in the worst way and, and make it. I just, my personal feelings as someone who's followed the Packers for, as you said, longer than you were born. Um
1: True. Uh, I don't, I mean,
2: again, if the Packers were devoid of wide receivers, if they really had no one, I'd say, oh yeah, you know, he's available. Let's, let's see what we can do. But they have Devontae Adams, who mm-hmm. might not be quite as good as Brown, but he's pretty darn good. And I don't know, I, I, you know, you bring a Brown in, he needs the ball. Like he, he got, like, 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 like I said earlier, he got upset that Juju Schuster was getting a lot of attention. Like, well, how's he going to feel about Devontae Adams? You know?
1: I couldn't wow. agree more Mark. I mean that's the thing too is is that and he makes you, a lot of money. But Mark also Mark, he had yeah. he had Juju Smith-Schuster when he was at Super Bowl week he was talking about Antonio Brown coming back to the Steelers. I mean Juju didn't have a problem with this at all but Antonio Brown does. I mean he's the face of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Every time you walk away from the Steelers you think to yourself Antonio Brown is one of those faces but now you're t- but this is another thing too is is that he signed this $68 million contract. He's only in year two, which means that the Packers would have to carry on a big amount of money just for that and take away the $35 million, according to OverTheCap.com, that they have left right now because there are a bunch of other free agency free agents out there that are more for need than want.
2: Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more Yeah, Wide receiver is not this team's biggest need, not even close. And to spend that, and, and they would have to give up a pick to get them. It's just, it, it all adds up to no, I don't want. I mean, and here's another factor.
1: Go for as it. As great as he's been, as great as he's been, and you, you gave the numbers. He's going he's to be thirty years old. Yep.
2: Wide receivers, and I've seen it. You've seen it. They just they don't they don't gradually go bad. They fall off an edge. I saw a like pers- I, I saw it firsthand in Philadelphia with a guy named Irving Fryer. Well, I'm sure you, you remember.
1: Oh, I was a big Irving Fryer fan. He had a
2: grit in eighty. I'm sorry, no, ninety. I'm trying to think, I'm coming up my ears right now. Um, Ninety-seven. He had a Pro Bowl type season. I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he went to the Pro Bowl, but if he didn't, he he he, he deserved it. You know, well over a thousand yards, whatever many receptions. Great season. Okay, Irving Fryer, he's our guy. Ninety-eight. Boom. He just lost it.
1: Yeah, no, Joey, Gall- I mean, Joey Galloway it was the same way.
2: You know, Jordy Nelson. We saw it with Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. We saw it with Antonio Freeman back in the day. It just happens. Wide and When they lose that, you know, split second of of speed, it it just it kills them. They can't get open anymore. You know, they they start or or they start getting hurt. Um, it's just. I mean, I don't I don't want to trade for an expensive thirty year old wide
1: receiver. And it's another thing too, Mark. And I'm glad you brought that up, but. Antonio Brown has been injured the majority of the season. I mean, he keeps talking about that hamstring or his toe or, you know, he comes up with some kind of excuse to the point where you sit there and go, OK, Antonio, is this fact or is this fiction? Are you hurt? Are you plain hurt? Are you trying to give the media an idea? That you want to play because you just want to play, or are you just pretending to be injured so we'll make it about you? That's one thing that the Packers do not need. We do not need diva receivers because this is a good example. Martellus Bennett was starting to become a diva. So what did Green Bay do? See ya. Just well, threw him out the door. Too, that's the the point. Uh, right. Right. So all right. So and that's one thing the Packers haven't had much of. If, no, and they if, don't if, need if they had to. They've
2: Great receivers in their history, but none of them were that, like the guys that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. They haven't. Like Jordy Nelson was not a diva by no means. Great receiver, not Antonio Freeman, Robert Brooks. they really never had that 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 prima donna type. Devontae Adams, he, he's hardly like you know. He's a great receiver, but he's not like that. I mean, you know, they all did a Lambeau leap, and that's about as outrageous as they get.
1: That's why it's the Cathedral of Football. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Joining me is Mark Echo of BobMcGinnFootball.com on Saturday, February 16th, 2019. All right, Mark, so we got rid of Antonio Brown, but there's a lot of interesting free agents out there. And I I did an article earlier this morning for Packers Talk uh, about some of the free agents, yay or nay. So let's go down the line here because... I figure right now we could go to guard, for example. Uh, our right guard was a, a complete mess uh, last year. And there is one out there right now that could be a possible fit in Roger Saffold. Now, I understand that the LA Times reported that the Rams are reportedly trying to bring him back. However, this salary cap is low right now. And there could be a possibility to how the Packers could possibly get a guy like Roger Saffold. That's how you get them. You pay more than anybody else. That's, mm-hmm. Your agency isn't, isn't hard to figure out.
2: You, the, the team that pays the most usually gets the guy. Um, I mean, players can say what they want about this, that, or other thing. It comes down to money. It always does always will. I mean, there's a handful of the thousands and thousands of free agents that have moved, moved over the years. There's a handful who have taken less money for maybe better weather or, or family constraint or they want to be close to whatever. But nine times out of ten, nine and a half times out of ten, the team that offers the most money gets to gets to go. So if the Packers really want Roger Saffold, just make him the best offer make him a better offer than the Rams or anybody else and they will be their right guard next year. Well just... I personally
0: I would rather and here's this is my take on, on the Packers offseason. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong and they might be doing it totally different and maybe they're right and I'm
2: wrong. I would I would spend and by spend I mean money, free agency, on the defense and draft for the offense.
1: Okay, why is that?
2: Um, because I think the defense needs. Like people say, oh, I want to draft this safety. I want to draft that safety. I want to. I don't want to draft a safety. I want to. I want to sign it. the The secondary is young enough. You know, Alexander King, Jackson. They're all they're they're young. They need a veteran. I think on safety. Um, Edge rusher. Well, they I mean, I I, I want four new line. I want to. I want to draft linebacker. Sign linebacker. Get linebackers trade them for linebackers. Uh, any linebacker that's available. I'm looking at because I think the Packers linebackers are awful. Um, but I want to, but I want a veteran again because even the great linebackers in this league, pass rusher linebackers, very few of them. Now Clay Matthews wasn't it? Was it a, um an exception? But there aren't many that have great rookie years. I mean, some of your best edge rushers their, their first year they might get five or six sacks. And the second year they'll get ten or twelve, and then they go on to have you know ten or twelve the rest of their every year or the rest of their, their their careers, which is great. But that you know the Packers need a guy to come in next year and get
1: ten sacks. Yeah, not like a and guy like Keller Fakrell. I mean, don't get me wrong, yeah. Mark. Fackerel had a had a, a solid year and he was starting yeah. to really come alive. But I did not really see him as a sixteen game guy. I, another well, thing I like is him. I well, love him as a ro- as a guy to ro- rotate in. Yeah, that that's a, a good one. But but yeah, you said it yourself. They need a they need a veteran presence, and I I got a couple of them for you here. Uh, you talk about and, safety. And, and, and you talk about I, linebacker? I why
2: I to, that's why I want to spend on the defense. Offense. Yeah, I mean, listen. I'm, if the Packers sign
1: Roger Safford I'm not going to I'm not going to be upset by. I had no by problem by with that. Means, I, I, I would
0: say good good move, but mm-hmm. I think you could I think there's enough good offensive line. You could
2: draft one, draft a good one in the past with a lot of times that, you know, T.J. Lang, Josh Sitton, David Bactiari, Brian Balaga,
1: Mike lindsay, Wall, Marco Rivera. Know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they, you know, draft a good one, put him out
2: there, and let him be your be your right guard. Get get a good young guy because the Packers offensive line, other than right guard, is veteran. I mean, you know, lindsay has been in the league down. He's a solid veteran. Balaga's certainly a, a veteran. He's probably on his last legs. Bactiari solid veteran. Even Lane Taylor now is kind of better. So they don't. They they could a young a good young player could could be a I think a good fit on the offensive
1: line for Pack. I agree. But I, I'd rather spend my draft picks there and spend my money on defense. That's so, just me. So let's focus on linebacker and safety because I I have a couple of names out there. According to the Sporting News, these are the these were the top twenty five best free agents out there, and there were two outside linebackers that got to me. And two safeties that got up to me. Let's start off with safety. Right. Uh the first one is Adrian Amos of Chicago. Now, the cap space is unbelievably low for Adrian Amos. And it's seven million dollars left. That's all Chicago has oh, left.
2: Well, the have, oh, the Bears have, have little cap space.
1: Okay. But another yeah, but another thing is, Mark, so the Packers went and tried to get Kyle Fuller on a fifty-six million dollar offer sheet. The Bears matched them. What would be the chances of the Packers going to possibly take Adrian Amos and this time the Bears can't match it?
2: Well, he's on, is, is Amos restricted or unrestricted?
1: I believe he's a restricted right now. I'd have to look. No, I'm,
2: I'm not dealing with restricted, guys, because you've you
1: got to waste your time. And mm-hmm. The Bears will match it. <laughs> It'd be yeah, funny, though. It'd be funny. Is Adrian Amos that good? I think he has the makings of a shutdown safety, but I I don't think he's one that I'm going to pour out the big money to. No. There's other safeties I like better. Well, I got one then for you, Mark. How about Earl Thomas? Yeah, I mean, how do you not like Earl Thomas? 29 years old, great leader in the locker room, hard hitter.
2: Yeah, I mean, Earl Thomas is great. I don't... Is he leaving Seattle?
1: He's out. He's going to be out. Um, They are approaching that divorce. We,
2: We all know that, I mean... He basically begged Jason
1: Garrett to, to, to come get him a couple years ago. Right, uh, but money can change things. Sure. Money can sure. change things. And, I mean, that would be the veteran that you're looking for. Now, I know oh, it yeah. sounds like a hot take, and I'm, I'm sounding like Colin Cowherd here, but I understand where you're coming from. But Earl Thomas would be that veteran that oh, the, the Packers could player. nail right there. Listen, listen uh, Okay, Earl
2: Thomas is a great player. I just don't know if that, that's a possibility it could be I mean listen anything's possible these days this, this isn't this isn't the old Packers that never even looked at free agency so mm-hmm. yeah it's possible I would love that I would love that but I, I don't know do you I'm have one? I like a Trey Boston do you have one? Trey Boston
1: okay talk about that well I think, I think he's he's in Arizona he probably wants out of there
2: um I think he's a good player I don't, I don't, I don't think he'll break the bank I think he'll, he'll get a decent deal um Another one that I like is, and I, but I, again, I don't know if, from what I'm hearing that they make
1: the, is the Landon Collins from New York. Giants. Oh, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm hearing that the Giants might franchise tag them. And if they do, then that basically takes them off the market. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like him as well. Um, and there was one more, now I can't
1: think of it. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a the lot one out one, there, actually. There were only two on your list, was Thomas. And, Those are the only two I, I, I was looking at, yes. That they actually did, looked like they worth my Collins time. Were the top 25 for eight. They were the only two safeties in the top 25 in the sporting news, yeah. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's so right. Mark Echo calls up Jake Turner, telling him better research next time. Got it. No, not you. Not you. <laughs> I'm ripping the Sporting news. No, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, let's go unless, to outside unless linebacker. There's, unless there's something like, like a lot of people that Collins
0: isn't going to make it the free agency. The Giants are either going to re-sign him or, or, or tag him. Which is, from what
2: I read here, is pretty much what's going
1: to happen. But you never know. Yeah, Collins was on the list, but I, I never felt like that guy was going to be a free agent. Like you just said, he, he was going to be a free franchise tag guy. I, it, that was already going to happen. Or deal, one or the other. Right, right. Well, it'll be interesting. Hopefully the Packers do go get a safety because their safety position is deplorable right now. Kentrell Bryce will probably will probably be lasting maybe about as long as the time that I have a date with uh, Emma Stone or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but at that point, it, it's just a mess. I mean, Tremont Williams, I mean, you know, he's getting Come on, on age. Sorry. For the first time safety,
2: I, I thought Tremont Williams did okay.
1: Yeah, he did okay, but I mean there there needs to be more than just okay though. I mean these offenses are getting a lot more explosive in the NFL and it's it's only a matter of time for that continues and that's why they need a stout defense to build around. So let's talk about the outside linebackers because I'm ecstatic. I'm pumped for Mike Smith as linebacker as outside linebackers coach. He worked with Mike Petton in the past. He did a great job with Kansas City, with D. Ford and Justin Houston. And there are a bunch of outside linebackers out there. But, Mark, I think the Packers, they should take a shot and try and grab Giovanni and Clowney. What's the possibility of that? Come on, Mark. I mean,
2: he's a great player. Again, do you think Houston's going to let him go?
1: I don't think Houston can afford him. Okay. I don't think they can afford him. That's That's my thing. I think that they're dealing with uh, some situations right now that are bigger than Giovanni and Clowney. And if they decide to, they might franchise tag him. But if they don't, and the Packers can come up with a good deal, that could be the splash. The Packers have oh, to make one wait, big wait. splash wait. in free agency. They have to make one.
2: Oh, yeah, I agree. And they, have, and they have the money to do it. But yeah, you're telling me if Houston can't afford them, then they certainly can't afford to franchise tag him because that.
1: All right. So, I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest. I, 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 I'm not sure if Houston, what, what Houston's cap situation is. Um, uh, Houston's okay. cap space right now. Currently under General Manager Brian Gang, Give me a moment. I'm uh, doing this as we speak. Don't worry, folks. A lot of people in podcasts do this a lot. Uh, Okay, I was dead wrong. Um, <laughs> their cap space is 77 mil. Okay. Oh, yeah. the thing, going nowhere. Well, I mean, what if the Packers offer him a better deal, though? Not gonna, he's not going to get to that point.
2: If the Houston has $77 million, don't you think they're going right. to find Cloudy before March, fourteenth happens?
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so that's Jake's second hot take of the day. I'm going to remind myself of that. <laughs> All right, let's... Yeah, I, I didn't think, Cloudy. Like, I mean, I
2: love, again, you're, you're shooting for the stars,
1: but you're not. Yeah, why not? I mean, otherwise you can look at Preston Smith... Uh, Preston Smith, uh, you know, he's had three good years with, uh, with Washington. Uh, I he's know. a possibility, uh, cheap on there as well. He only makes like a million five right now. Uh, so you can, you know, make him on the cheap and bring him in. He's very fast, uh, great athleticism, but that's probably he's all I can think he's of. A huh? He's okay. Okay. What about you? You have any? I like D4. Oh boy. He's a in Kansas City. Okay, why would Kansas City let D. Ford go? Because
2: how much money does Kansas City? Have?
1: Kansas City has twenty six mil. Okay, that's not
2: a lot in really? the grand
1: scheme of things. Yeah, especially when he woke them. up. Yeah, that I, I like Packers that them. one. Um,
2: you know, I mean, I think don't get me wrong. I think Kansas City's going to try to keep him. He's a good player, but the Packers have the Packers have thirty. I mean, if you want to look at teams that have less money than the Packers have? Because mm-hmm.
1: then the Packers can outbid and I think, and, and, and again, I don't. I'm not in Kansas City to know, but if D. four really likes Mike Smith, you know, then they have a connection there. Um, I like it.
2: I'm just saying. I mean, I, I think he would. They just have to teach him not to line up off sides in a crucial play in the, in the in the championship game. That's all.
1: All right. So let's fin- so finishing off the Pack-A-Day, on Saturday, February 16th, 2019. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Joining me is Mark Eckel of BobMcGinnFootball.com. We wanted to leave this because I thought this was quite interesting throughout the week. But Muhammad Wilkerson told Michael Cohen of The Athletic he wants to come back to Green Bay. Now, Mark, he's not going to get that one-year $5 million. What would be the right number to bring back Wilkerson after an injury-plagued season?
2: Wasn't injury plank, It was. a
1: serious injury. I mean, first of all, before I even offer him a nickel, mm-hmm. my doctors have to look at him and see
2: how if he's recovered and is he you know is he going to be able to play. That was a really bad injury that that he suffered last year. If my doctors give me to go ahead, I got to give him like a really like a one one year, a million dollar maybe minimum, maybe even less minimum whatever his. I give him a million just to make a round number. One year, one million, and then I load it up with incentives.
1: Okay, what would those um, incentives be? What what kind of things? Time, playing time incentives. If he plays, from
2: the, the plays, he gets another whatever um, sacks. If he gets five uh, sacks, he gets X amount of dollars. If he gets eight sacks, he gets a little more. If he gets ten sacks, he gets more than that. Um, maybe tackles. You know, tackles for loss. You know, put a number on on that. Uh, but, so, whereas if he has, if he's healthy and, and plays a lot and has a, a good year, you know, gets, say he gets seven sacks and, you know, eight tackles for a loss or nine tackles, for whatever, whatever the case might be, um, then he makes good money. Then he, then he makes the $5 million, You know, it, it all adds up to him, him getting what he deserves. Um, again, I, the fact that he wants to come back is a good thing. That means he, you know, he liked it there. Um, he likes his teammates. He, he obviously likes Mike Mike and That's why he came to Green Bay in the first place. I don't think defensive line is a major, major need. Um, but again, you can never have enough big big bodies that, that that are decent players. And I think that's what Mo Mo is. I think he's a decent player. I don't think he's the player he once was. And, and again, now coming off a bad injury. Um, but if I but if he's willing to come in for like a, a deal that I just threw out there, sure, bring him in. Why not?
1: I think that's a good point because his last great season was 2015 when he had 12 sacks. And so he's coming in at age 30, uh, coming off a horrible injury, and just see if there's something left in there. But Mark, I think Maha Wilkerson should come back one more time if he does clear the physical, if everything is good, because then you could start to really get within it with the likes of Tyler Lancaster, who I thought... In the last six games, did a very good job at, at defensive line. Really worked well. Even when Kenny Clark was out a couple of times, Lancaster stepped in and he was able to do something great. But also, you talk about you know, draft on the offensive side. I think that they should look at drafting the defensive line through the draft a little bit and bring back Wilkerson so you can rebuild that right side. Because you already have it set with Daniels and Kenny Clark going forward. So you don't need to put too much money into that defensive line, because not that's right. that's not how Pettin works. Pettin's defense is a 3-4, which means that the aspect of the blitzing of the pass rush is through the linebackers and the edge rushers. So they should be focused more on the outside linebacker spot well, than I'm the defensive line.
2: Like you're, you're a little mistaken there,
1: Jake. Okay, Mike I'm a little mistaken. Patton's, Go ahead. Mike Pettin's 3-4 is not the old Dom Capers Pittsburgh 3-4. Okay. Pettin's blitz is come
2: from it. Yes, he wants his outside guys to, to, to get so. But look back at his Jets teams and 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 look at his uh, Cleveland team. The inside linebackers come a lot, and the defensive line, like like you said, Mo Wilkinson had twelve sacks. Oh, okay. He wants his defensive linemen to get more sacks. He it's not all about the edge rushers. It's it's about everybody. If if you look, go back and, and look at his his team it was like five or six guys all had be, had like eight sacks or something so mm-hmm. between six and eight sacks. It was not like one guy with sixteen and then nobody else with more than five. No, it was it was spread around because you never knew who was coming. That's the beauty of Mike Penn's defense. The blitz could come from the outside, could come from the inside, could come from the court safety. I mean, he he don't. That's that's. It's not the classic three four where you knew like. Under capers, and I'm not ripping capers because it's the Pittsburgh style that was very successful for a long time. But you basically knew where it was coming from. It was it was Clay Matthews or Nick Perry on the outside, or prior to that, you know, um, who, whoever else was matched up with 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 Clay. But it was the outside guys always coming, always coming, always coming. The inside guys had different responsibilities, and and the line was basically just traffic cops, you know, tying up traffic while the outside linebackers made the plays. And, and this is why I think. One of the biggest needs on this Packer team is, and everybody talks about edge rusher and safety, and I agree, but they need better inside linebackers. If if this defense is really going to work, they need they need some top-of-the-line, they need a big-time inside linebacker, and there are some of those available as as well, but that's what I, I, I think they need, they want that, like I said, I, need, I want four new linebackers, to be honest with you.
1: Right and no, that's a good point because you have Nick Perry injury plagued and has not a bloated contract. They're you have thirty-three year old Clay Matthews. Blake Martinez has done a good job, not a great job. No, he's okay. And Jake Ryan, well, torn ACL, carted he's off, gone, and we gone, don't know, gone, and we gone, don't know gone, if he's gone. ever going to be the same again. He's
2: gone. He's gone. I don't want
1: Jake Ryan. Why is that, Mark?
2: Not,
1: why do I want Jake Ryan? Okay. Interesting. When he
2: wasn't that good before he got hurt. Now he's hurt. He's, he's I believe he's unsigned. let he not spending any money on Jake, right?
1: Well, it's going to be interesting because the only linebackers I'm bringing back, I'm bringing back Kyle Fackle. Okay. Because why not? And like I said, I, but I, I like them. I don't want him to be a be the star. I
2: want him to be a rotation guy with two other outside linebackers that I want. Right, that's one. Draft one <laughs> inside. I want. I'll keep Mark Martinez for another year, but I also I, I, I want him rotating because. He's good on rundown. I mean, he, probably, he missed a lot of tackles last year, but he can't cover you. So, and that's and that's the problem. The inside <laughs> linebackers have to cover. He can't cover. He can't cover. He gets exploited game after game. I mean, offensive coordinators look for him and, and exploit him. So they they need a, an inside linebacker that can run and cover. Um, uh, and there's a few it the, there's a few both in the draft and in free agency that I would like to see. Um, I keep Oren Burks because. A, he was very good on special teams. I'm hoping he becomes more than that.
0: Agreed. But he was a rookie. I know it was, it was a lot to learn as a rookie. Let's, you know, give another chance and see. Other than that, Reggie
2: Gilbert I'll keep as a backup special teams guy, and, you know, a fourth or fifth linebacker. But I want, I want I'm want, i telling you, I want to draft two and sign two.
1: I like it. No, that's a good. That, that's what, I mean, that's one thing I don't want to see the Packers do is become like the big winners of free agency or anything like that. No, 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 no. Just focus, keep trying to create a nice balance, bring in a splash player, and then, of course, draft a couple so we can continue to build that. Bring in guys that Mike Patton wants because now it's a different coaching staff, and Mike Patton has a lot more power to this. I mean, he brings in his own guys. He gets to keep his own guys. Hopefully, he has a say in the draft coming up as well. Mark, as usual. It is always a pleasure to do this Pack-A-Day podcast with you. Great stuff, as usual, and we'll talk in a few weeks.
2: Yes, we will. It'll be, it'll be that much closer to free
1: agents. Oh, tell me about it. I'm already counting down the days. I can't <laughs> wait for the month of March, Mark. Man, a punk. <laughs> All right. That was Mark Echol. That was Mark Echol of Bob and a, a terrific friend of mine. and I'm very... Very blessed to be able to do this Pack-A-Day podcast with him. Uh, also, I just want to a, like a nice brief shout-out also to Jersey Al. Uh, Jersey Al has been uh, terrific to me. Uh, understanding my school schedule with the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting and letting me write for PackerStock.com. I understand he was on Pack-A-Day earlier this week. Uh, had a great guest spot. If you haven't seen that, go to iTunes. Check it out. It was a lot of fun uh, to just hear him talk because he has such a, a brilliant knowledge of the green bay packers so that's it for uh pack a day now if you got any comments concerns i want you to go to my twitter page at at jake turner sport mark eckles at mark 08 or you can find it on the at pack a day podcast make sure you subscribe comment we love your comments because seriously i got some great packer fans out there that greatly appreciate this work Give me a little idea of how to make it better. and uh, That's what we're here for. We're trying to build this thing from the ground up. I mean, we just passed episode 200. And so I'm very excited for that and the future of Pack-A-Day. So for next time, for Mark Eckel, I'm Jake Turner. This has been your Pack-A-Day podcast for Saturday, February 16th, 2019. And the three greatest words in the dictionary of the Green Bay Packers is, Go Pack Go. We'll see you next time on Pack-A-Day.
0: Third down and eight. Packers are three of eight on third down conversions. Now gets the snap. Tight pocket. locks it down the left side. Adams leaping grab. Oh, what a catch! Right over Prince of Okamura. Out of bounds. 20-yard line of Chicago. That was an incredible leaping grab over the defender. Long count by A-Rod, takes, handoff Williams, around the right end, makes the turn to the wow. five, end zone, touchdown! Oh, they got great seal blocks off the right side, and outside the numbers, Jamal Williams on a 10-yard touchdown run in the pass- Here's a right back in it. Rogers shotgun, Slot right, slot left with a two-point conversion. Snap to Rogers. Has some time. Pulls it over the middle. has Two-point conversion. And we are tied at 14 apiece. Third and one. Snap to Cohen. they the handoff. Fumbles it. It's up for grabs. And I believe reba got it. More arrogance by Matt Nagy.
1: A Dean trick Lowry. play!
0: Oh, all the tricks in the world, and they're foiling the Bears now! Dean Lowry makes the football recovery! Second down, a little bit less than six yards to go they spotted. Just beyond the 44-yard line of Green Bay. Snap Rogers looking left, throws it to Adams, on the slant. He's got it inside the 40! Breaks a tackle, down to the 35, and is tumbled down through the hash marks on the right side at the 33-yard line of Chicago. Six at the Green Bay forty-five. Rodgers, long count the line. Takes the snap. Back pedals. Steps up. Floyd eludes Floyd on the pass rush. Throws the middle. He's got Devontae cutting right inside the thirty-five. Down near the thirty-one yard line of Chicago. Brought down to the thirty-yard line. Numbered by Adrian Amos, the safety. <laughs>